stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Precious sent us the details of her story. She wrote, my parents passed away when I was 10 years old and I was left under the care of my maternal aunt. I honestly had a terrible upbringing after my parents passed away. I'm now 35 years old and my aunt is in her early 70s. I saw documents recently where my parents left me a bit of money but I never got to taste it. My aunt was able to build a big house after my parents passed away, but I still felt like I was subjected to poverty, which wasn't the case when my parents were alive. When I was 18 years of age, my aunt sat me down and said my parents didn't leave me a single cent, and I was okay with that because I didn't understand what was happening at the time. Now, after seeing the documents, I don't know what to do. I don't have anyone in my family to turn to. I think she ate my inheritance money, to be honest, but I don't know how to confront her. She's my elder, after all. I took pictures of the documents and I wonder if there's anything I can do. We've got Alma Gumbo, who's a fiduciary consultant to help Precious with this issue. Good morning, Alma. Good morning. Good morning, Sikitogi, and thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good, and thank you for giving us your precious time. Uh, Speaking of precious, precious sent us this uh, email, and there's a lot Mm. going on. From a legal point of view, I think the first question I want to ask is, does she have a legal leg to go and fight for the inheritance that she thinks her aunt um, spent? Well, this will really, really be determined by a number of factors. And from the question we received, uh, it's rather vague and ambiguous. But this is not to say that she doesn't have a claim uh, based on what we see. So it could go either way, right? As a start, we have to acknowledge that this is such a delicate matter uh, in the sense that here, familial ties are being brought to the fore and there's potentially a risk, you know, in affecting the quality of the familial relationship seeing as auntie has raised her and all of that. Mm. However, that does not excuse auntie's potential, potentially questionable behavior, yeah. right? But in order for us to be able to establish whether or not there is potentially a case, we would have to ascertain more information. And as a start, we would have to ask ourselves a bit more questions, or Precious would have to ask herself a bit more questions. Number one, from the documents that she has seen, right, were the funds left with the aunt uh, for purposes of taking care of her? Oh, yes. Number two, were these funds substantial in amount? Because 25 years ago was a long time ago. Mm. And let's say, for example, maybe the aunt only took care of her until she was maybe 20, 21 or so. That is round about 11, 12 years after her parents passed away. So the funds that she's seen in these documents, reasonably speaking, and looking at it from a, a, a conserved point of view, would that have been enough to take care of her for all of those years mm. and there still be something left over, yeah. right? for her to receive when she comes of age. We also need to ask, right, how then do we quantify what the guardian has spent on her? What auntie has spent, uh, number one, in taking care of her daily needs, her sustenance, her schooling, Mm. uh, all the trips to the clinic or the hospital whenever she was ill, the school trips and all of that, right? We're uncertain at this point. We also need to ask, from the documents that she, she discovered, 
right? Do these documents state exactly how these funds should be used, mm. right? With that being said, with that being said, let's say, for example, we've answered all of these questions and we've established that mm, actually there's a red here, yeah. right? In addition to the fact that Auntie was dishonest, you know, when when Precious turned 18, Auntie took it upon herself to sit down and lie to the child. Mm. That's intention. That in itself was very wrong of Auntie to do, and it should raise a few eyebrows. Yeah. So let's say we've now gone through all of our information in detail, and we realize it's car. Potentially, there could be a claim. Yeah. Here. Yeah. What What do we do? Right. We could pursue civil action or civil proceedings against the aunt, so we can sue the aunt for misappropriation of funds. Right? Then the sums that are are set out in the documents that the precious has discovered that would be proclaimed, mm. right, against the aunt, and the aunt would then have the responsibility to disprove that claim. So mm. Andy would have to show us a receipt for paying school fees mm. or I'm a bank statement to show us, no, actually, this is how much we received, right? And this is how we used it over the years. Yeah. Right. Yes. And then, depending on where exactly these funds were coming from, say, for example, maybe it's a life policy mm. or a pension from work, you know, but if it's money that were also paid out from the parents' deceased estate, mm. there is value in visiting the office of the master, right? Okay. Once a file has been, uh, once an estate has been wound up, the files are taken to archive off-site. Oh. So that means no matter how old the matter is, uh-huh. you can always request, you can make a request at the office of the master for the file to be retrieved from archives so that you can peruse the file. Oh. So then... You can start looking at things like if there was a will, peruse the will. Look at what the wording of the will says. Mm. You know, were you were you the heir? How were these funds meant to be spent, and all of that. So that way, you also gain a bit more context mm. into how these funds ended up in Auntie's hands and how was Auntie supposed to use these funds, mm. right? If, say, for example, the estate was an interstate estate, meaning that there was no will, you look at the next of kin affidavit, you look at the liquidation and distribution account, mm. which is the most, which is at the heart of the state administration. So you will see, okay, this person was the executor. This is how much was collected. Mm. This is how much was paid in liabilities, and this is how much was left over to take care of me. Mm. You know? Then you can start asking questions. Why were my money not placed in the guardian's fund? Or if they were placed in the guardian's fund, you can then request the transaction history to see, okay, auntie, she received this much when, this much when, this much when, and this much was left over mm-hmm. and it was paid out. Then you can now direct uh, further questions to auntie. So auntie, when you received this money from the guardian's fund, how did you use this money? Mm-hmm. What did you do? And then you can piece together a fuller view of how potentially Auntie misused these funds. Yeah. You know, Alma, Precious mentions a home that was built, a very, Mm. very big house. And I think that she suspects that that money that was rightfully uh, hers, her inheritance, was used to build that house. Now, I'm just connecting the dots. She she didn't Mm. say that. But I'm assuming her mentioning the fact that Auntie built this big house, she could have potentially used Imalie inheritance. Now, Mm. in that that situation, let's just say, yes, the aunt did use the money to build this big house. Does that mean Mm. now... Um, that the house must be sold 
so that they can give precious money? How does that work? Well, let's say uh, we do prove, as you are saying, that you really use this money and she put uh, some of that money or all of that money towards building her house. Well, auntie will have to pay back this money. Mm. She will have to pay back this money. Mm. But if she doesn't have sufficient funds in her savings or anywhere else in her investment to pay back this money, then Andy will have to start selling assets oh in order to pay, to pay this. Oh, I see. see. I yes, see. and if, say, for example, there is judgment against the auntie and she's found with the auntie, you are definitely in the wrong and you have to mm. pay back. But the auntie is very relaxed or not taking this seriously. You know, there could be a, a writ of execution where I said to the auntie, I attach her, I attach at auction and then all of those proceeds that are that are generated from those auctions are paid to pressure. Yeah. How common are such cases, especially in the black community, where we are fighting over e inheritance? Oh, see. You know, it is um, an underreported it is an underreported crisis, mm. I would say. Uh, we see it so much, you know. Uh, we'll see it in the villages where you will hear to a, a parent has passed away and the children are like, no, Malume is going to come in yeah. and take over here. Malume suddenly has control of all of these family assets and where does this leave the children and the interests of the children? Mm. You know, you will hear stories about auntie or one of the siblings sometimes unfortunately has stolen the death certificate and gone to the master to report the estate. Sometimes even when there's a will, they'll report the estate as an interstate estate, as though there is no will. And then when they fill in the next of kin affidavit, then they will omit the other children. Oh my goodness. Right? Yes. You know, and then it shows on the records of the master's office that, oh, no, maybe this person had one child or no children at all, whereas there's more to it than that. So, unfortunately, it's becoming very common. Yeah. Alma, you've, very, given, very common. you've given us a very detailed ba- uh, breakdown as to uh, if you find yourself in that situation, what do you then do? And, and, and for those people that are in that situation and they need legal assistance, where can they get a hold mm. of you? Well, they can find us uh, on social. Well, I am on social. Uh, Alma Gumbo on Twitter, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, but we do have an office number. Yes. Our firm is Lazara Lisha Attorney. Yes. We are based at 47 College Drive, Inovo Extension 1. Mm-hmm. Our telephone number is 011-880-9575. Yes, 011-880-9575. Thank you so much, Alma, for that detailed breakdown. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure, and I wish Precious all the best. Hey, hi. Thank you. Yeah, it's rough. It is. It really is. We live and we learn. Oh, Bagit. Thank you so much. There you go. That's Alma Gumbo, um, who just gave uh, Precious some advice. She's a fiduciary consultant. And if you want to get a hold of Alma because, hey, you are in the middle of a fight. You're fighting for your inheritance. There's things that just don't add up. And you're like, "Mm mm-mm. I need some legal assistance. You can give Alma a call on 011-880-9575. And I repeat that number. It's 011-880-9575.
Radio 2000 Podcast. Mm-hmm.